Hey everyone, welcome back to another Community Sessions episode of Ion Icon. Today we have a wide panel of people from the Icon ecosystem that we have hosted as a community chat and recorded so that anyone who couldn't make it can actually listen to it now. There's a lot of great insights from talking through market sentiment, how the teams keep focused, to app updates on a balanced OMM and the new CPS proposal that is going to be one of the first dApps gaming dApps to launch on the ICE blockchain, um, GPS Gaming, the guys come on and answer some questions and give a bit more context on what they're building. So uh, definitely a great another great session and as always these are going to be a regular event so if you're listening to this and think oh I can ask a ton of questions here but can't attend please tag me and ask and send, send some comments to myself, Icongrapher, Donny, and we will collate that information and, and start asking the relevant team. So without any more uh, yammering, just take a listen to the session. Today we have uh, we have Scott, we have Dakey, we've got Parrot9, we've also got uh, Gio and Polo from uh, GPS Gaming who are going to talk, uh, talk through their new proposal for a new DAP on... Um, the new chain, which is exciting as well. So, uh, but I thought today, given again we've had a bit of a turbulent market, I thought it would be really cool to, because uh, I often Scott see uh, you tweet, especially when the market becomes extremely volatile. You know, you, you really come out with these tweets and say, "Focus on building; nothing's changed." Um, so I thought, could we go around the table with because we have various teams here. Could you talk through what the atmosphere does? It change the atmosphere amongst your teams at the moment when you when the market reacts not in the most positive way. Um, what how what's the mood amongst the team and and how do you all cope with these kind of um, changes in the market sentiment? Scott, I'll throw it to you <laughs> first, yeah. and we'll go around. All right, yeah, that works. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I'd be lying if I said it didn't <clears throat> affect you know, the atmosphere. I mean, of course, we kind of talk about it and everyone's theories about, you know, why uh, the market downturn is coming and, uh, you know, keeping trying to keep everyone in good spirits and, you know, just uh, kind of shooting, you know, it's a good opportunity to kind of just uh, shoot the shit and talk about the market and think about the direction and kind of get everyone's opinion. It's probably when we have the most discussion on, you know, market forces and what's driving um, Bitcoin prices and things like that. And, uh, you know, just kind of checking in with everyone, trying to make, you know, making sure everyone's, uh, you know, doing all right and that we can, uh, yeah, just keep, just keep plugging away. Well, and I guess too, in the, yeah. in the, in the, in the context of balance, it also potentially impacts the, you know, actual operations of the protocol as well in terms of, especially, you know, I guess it's a, a good way to test if the liquidation process is working at the very least. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely. Would, I yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely every time uh, th this happens, I wake up and, I'll message some of our, I'll message one of our developers and say, Hey, did anyone get liquidated today? And, uh, yeah. Or I could just check Brian Lee's, uh, Twitter and know exactly <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> so, it's, it's, yeah. It's a thing you don't want to wake up to though, Scott, isn't it? Yes. You want of to course, go to the future's working, yeah. but you just do not want to uh, know of it or hope, hope it doesn't happen. But, um, yeah. I mean, I I'm sure I'm not the only one on this call that <clears throat> wakes up every morning wondering, maybe with a mild pit in the stomach, what the market is going to hold for you today. Mm. So. No, uh, agree, agree. What about um, uh, Lisa, Peter? How about you? Well, uh, <laughs> we've been, I mean, we've been through the 2017 uh, bear market. So we've, uh, I guess we've developed a bit of an iron stomach for that in a way. Um, but yeah, it has still affected things. We're uh, in the process of trying to hire people and there's nothing worse than, uh, yeah, when the prices are going down and you're about to get contracts signed and it's like, yeah, we don't know how much runway we have for, for you right we've now. We've got a but... year and <laughs> hopefully we've got more for you next year, but we'll see how we go. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Dakey, what about you? Um, I think just echoing what others were saying, I think just personally, like obviously not a great feeling, but you know, it is what it is. Just got to uh, keep building. Um, one thing I guess I, I do think a lot about these days is like whether these market conditions impact the launch of a new project, I guess, for almost specifically. So 
you know, considering like volatile market conditions, does it make sense to wait out a little bit for market to become more stable or kind of just launch it regardless? I think it's something we're internally just kind of brainstorming right now. It's good. I'll, I'll follow up with some questions when we have the uh, start talking all things home. Um, great. Thanks, Aki. What about Geo? How about you? How are those one minute candles looking? I stop. I gave that up a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was One driving me too crazy, and so yeah, I just at this point, I, you know, I I uh, I actually, you know, um, you know, focus on again, like, like like what everyone was saying is building. I mean, obviously, everyone knows we've got a ton of stuff coming out for IconBet, and we have this new proposal for you know uh, Supernode Racing. You know, we, we have a lot of stuff we've been talking about with other teams as well for some possible DeFi uh, collaborations. So, I mean, it is, it's true. Just build, you build it and they will come, right? I mean, that's the, the saying. Yep. Agree. Agreed. Uh, look, that's great. Um, thanks. Just want to do that quick round table. We have a few more on, on the session. So just want to quickly shout out to everyone. If you want to speak up, this is not about me and Iconographer drilling everyone or asking questions if you have questions you just have to throw your hand up um hit the microphone and i'll give you some air time and you can ask away uh what i was thinking we'll do just like last time maybe we'll uh go through the team so that the conversation is a bit more structured so we'll kick off with balance then we'll move off to ohm and then um we'll close it out with supernode racing i'm sure lots of questions around the gas stations are going to be thrown at geo so he's kind of excited about it um, so, so at any point in any section, anyone wants to speak up, just hit the microphone and I'll, I'll let you ask your questions. Um, great. Okay. Well, let's go to balance. Um, I'll throw it at Scott, but Parrot9, um, Lisa, Peter, step in any, any question you feel you want to, um, you know, answer. I don't have much planned, so it's very much unscripted. Uh, from my point of view, I thought, Scott, since last week, have you got any updates you want to share on how some of the updates are progressing? Any any news around the balance protocol itself? Yeah, I mean, just uh, echoing what we posted on Twitter recently that our geometry upgrade uh, coming June 26th with the network fee vote, uh, then leading to the impending distribution, assuming it passes, um, transaction history, charts, statistics page, um, you know, really excited for that release. And uh, I guess the, <clears throat> one other thing I could mention is that we're, you know, trying out different ways of communicating with the community, um, you know, as we consistently monitor and gather feedback from pe of, of people's needs and interests. And I think one thing or one thing we're going to start doing is, uh, you know, like around the first of, the, of, of each month, we'll be releasing um, kind of like a update report, if you will that's going to be fairly structured that just shows what we did and what we accomplished the previous month and what we're, what our goals are for the upcoming month. Um, and that includes, you know, any uh, new additions to any of the teams, um, you know, UI UX improvements, um, our goals for, you know, upgrading to the smart contracts and, and stuff like that. So just a little bit more um, insight for the community into what our current priorities are. And then, you know, we can kind of adjust uh, our communication policy as needed, depending on feedback of that. So I am excited to release our first uh, progress report uh, at the beginning of next month. That is cool. So in that report, you'll also talk about everything that's being worked on for the next, like like you just highlighted. That That's great. Uh, I think yeah. uh, personally, I would love that. I'm sure the community will as well. That's, that's great news. Right. Yeah, and then I think that combined with these types of things uh, should be enough. There should be a, a solid amount of uh, External communication. Yeah, agree. Um, uh, I guess uh, Peter, Lisa, anything keeping you all up at night from a UI perspective? Uh, For Peter, recently, I guess it's been the, the governance design. I've been uh, working on that um, recently, so we're planning to to get that kind of in a good state for uh, releasing at the end of next month is kind of a, a goal for some some of the early governance stuff. Um, this release that we're doing up for geometry is just going to be for the network fee vote, but we're planning to have more governance uh, options the following month. So just uh, been working on some designs for that and uh, planning to share them with the team today. So yeah, that's, that's kind of been our main thing at the moment. 
Cool. Throwing out to the community, anyone? Oh, Daiki, I, I saw you want to have a say. Did you? Oh, no, okay, uh, just um, then. Yeah, I don't oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, uh, throwing out to the community, anyone wants to ask any questions to Scott about balance? I got a question. Um, uh, recently, Tony released, uh, I guess he leaked a photo of what balance could look like in the future. Now that we have Daiki and Scott here, maybe we can talk about like, you know, what, how real is that photo? And is that what it's, is that what it's gonna look like? And what can we look forward to? Uh, so the, that one that came out was actually uh, one of our really early designs, so like, I'm not sure how that got surfaced anyway. It still had uh, wait, was that the one that Tony there. released? I thought, yeah, the IC. I don't think ICD is the one that Tony released. I think uh, what you're. Th I yeah, only seen I, I could be wrong. That, yeah, I've only seen one surfacing recently. I'm not sure which one Tony shared, but yeah, the one that I've seen surface recently was a very old one. Um, there was an old prototype that showed ICD, I remember, um, yeah. which was the original ticker of VNUSD. Um, but Donnie, the one, are you talking about where there was the uh, drop down menu with different, different pools and ohm was on there? Is that what you're talking about? Or Yeah, yeah, that's the one that, you know, I got kind of excited when I saw that one had ohm too. Right, yeah, exactly. So um, that's just, yeah, that was the testnet um, version to allow people to practice uh, depositing ohm in liquidity pools. And uh, so, I mean, that's, that, that is uh, in the near future, whenever, whenever ohm launches. Very nice, very nice. All right. Any, any other questions, I guess, before uh, we move on from balance? Um, I'm good on questions. I don't know if anybody else does. No. No one's got their hand up. Okay, well, let's um, we'll come back to you, Scott. Don't worry. I'm going to throw in some, <laughs> <That's fine>. you know, <laughs> other questions. But um, okay, l l let's talk balance now. Um, so, Daiki, how's uh, I know we're on testnet. How's feedback been coming through for people that are using the testnet version? What's it been like? What are you hearing? Yeah, I think the feedback has been great. A lot of folks have been asking for testnet tokens. I think like testnet i6 faucet went out of balance like several times over the weekend. So I think there's quite a lot of interest, which I really appreciate. And it's good to see that the community is really excited to test out the product. Um, also been getting a lot of good feedback on just the testnet product itself. Uh, but aside from that, I think some of the community members have been bringing up some of the good practices that they've seen with other DeFi projects. Um, so I think it's been overall really helpful. Uh, something I've realized after talking to some of these folks are that I think there are a few select members who seem to be a bit more knowledgeable in the DeFi space, but I, I also noticed that a lot of the folks within the Icon community are not as much, um, I guess, knowledgeable about what's happening in the DeFi space. So I'm thinking like maybe some sort of initiative um, to educate I can remember about like what happens in the DeFi space in general, like how things work. I think it's going to be helpful. I don't know what form it will take, but that's something a community member has brought up. Yep, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, I, I think a lot of um, Iconists, uh, I have also picked up their first dabbling in DeFi is on yeah. Icon itself. So, um, uh, there is a uh, there is a ten part series on DeFi floating around on Medium somewhere for anyone who wants to find it. I've I've heard I've heard of this, a great writer indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that that is a great one, Daiki, actually, to share with the community. Um, I I personally got a lot of insight from it as well. It's, it, it gives a great overview and tackles many different use cases. Um, so, Daiki, in terms of, uh, I was hoping you could share some of the conversations. Obviously, when we have a new partner, how is how are we going on that front, and how is that relationship with the new partner? Are we was it a blessing in disguise in a way that you know um, we got this new partner that enables us to do a lot more, or has it worked out kind of same same? Um, well, we'll see. They haven't launched yet, so. Well, I mean, they're still in development, so we'll see once they launch. I hope I hope it, it is kind of 
working out better for us in the longer term. Um, so the new partner that we're working with is Stably, as you guys can put, could have probably seen from the test that token. Um, so they are a startup based in Seattle. Um, they also have a team in Vietnam where they're basically primarily making stable coins across different networks. Um, they already have a stable coin on Tezos and Stellar, and Icon will be the third one. Um, so I think hopefully they will be able to, you know, kind of build out the USDS and Icon network and then make it usable um, to the Iconist. I think, though, like in the, in, the, in the back end, though, they are still working with a trust. So there are some limitations and, you know, like the user experience, uh, which you need to kind of figure out over longer term. But uh, at least I like, kind of excited to kind of get to that first step uh, with this new partner, Stably. Yeah, cool. Okay, excellent. Now, uh, Yusuf, sorry, uh, I noticed um, we did have someone requesting a question. Apologies, I didn't hit, but if you'd like to ask a question, you're free to. Oh. No, I think he just cleared the thing I was going to ask. Ah, okay, cool, cool. No worries. Okay, so Daiki, then just, just on the RMM front, is there any... Um, so we've touched off when beta testing. Now, can, can you can you talk about what your comments you just made earlier? So, given I mean, market has shifted. Is, is this something that is now open uh, as in discussions going on in terms of um, uh, postponing the launch, or what? What exactly? Uh, what, what's happening there? Yeah, so it's it's still early in the discussion. I mean, so I think we have a timeline. Obviously, pending on the launch of this stablecoin on Icon Network through our partner Stably, uh, so we do have a timeline. Um, but I mean, just seeing a lot of projects across in the DeFi space also losing momentum somewhat lately. Um, and some I've noticed that some projects are taking a bit of different approach, whether that's like you know not starting with token generations upfront, for example, or making tokens not tradable initially, etc. So I mean. Uh, basically, like a lot of the new projects are playing with different ideas to see what makes sense. And we're trying to kind of look into this to see if any of these options make sense for Ohm as well, basically. Okay, fair enough. That will be interesting to see where we land. Um, ho hopefully, personally, I, I, I don't wish it to be delayed. Um, I think uh, it'll create a whole new value stream, um, especially when we can create some way of generating interest apart from ICX staking. Um, the stable current stable coins on um, ICON can earn some interest. will be good to onboard or get more eyes on us. So fingers crossed, but I know market sentiment, uh, it, it, it really messes with people's minds. It messes with my mind, I can tell you that. So, <laughs> And I've also been through the 2017 crash. So just, yeah, piles up. Okay, cool. I think um, back to open forum. Anyone, and it's not just me, anyone else have any questions for Daiki? Oh, just a quiet session. Okay. Uh, Donnie. Hey, Daiki. This is, hey, it's me, Donnie. How are you? Um, if you can, I know that the market condition is not the best right now, but is there any way you can go over your potential strategies for like having users come to Ohm and use the product? You know, like, is there an airdrip? Is there, what are the incentives? I mean, only if you can discuss it. I, I understand if you can't, but like, what's going to be Ohm's strategy to get users on board? Well, I mean, I think the 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 primary strategy should be, and again, like these governance tokens, in my opinion, is like are just additional incentives in the end, right? Um, I think the primary, the driver should be like the use case of the, uh, the protocol itself, which in my opinion, like basically it provides an opportunity for ISIX holders to leverage their ISIX and utilize, basically make their ISIX more productive by using it as, you know, collateral and then borrow stable coins against it. Um, so I think that's kind of the primary. And I think, you know, as I think I've mentioned it before, but the primary distinction from balance is that, you know, like balance, I think it's probably more better fit for a longer term uh, people who want to borrow like uh, stable coins for a longer term, um, I think for on own because there is like a more of a variable interest rate. Um, people want to borrow it for a shorter term may may um, seek for own instead of balance. Um, so I think that should be the primary, uh, you know, the driver of like what drives people in the end. Like I, I, I don't think my perspective has really changed on that. I think we can do 
like you know things here and there with ohm tokens um, to boost these um, I guess growth and adoption um, but I still think the primary driver should be like the what the money market does is you know letting people borrow and lend assets and right now well, I think that should be used for a lot of I6 community members I guess my follow-up question to that was like balance had some port I believe from if I'm correct me if I'm wrong but it had some port from some VCs and had some like some funding come in um, you know a buzz was generated like through like promotion um, is there any concern? And I mean, I don't, I don't mean this in a negative way at all, but like the small amount of DeFi users within the Icon system uh, ecosystem, is it going to do, does it create any concerns that, you know, they might be tied up on balanced or, you know, they'll have to like remove liquidity from balance and like assets from balance to come over to Ohm or can they use balance and Ohm together simultaneously? Um, I mean, I think you can definitely use OM balance together. Um, I mean, basically, I think OM uh, liquidity pairs are going to be unbalanced, so you can utilize both balance and OM basically by earning OM tokens and then providing liquidity on balance. Um, so that's like I think you're definitely utilizing both protocols um, by doing that. Um, yeah. And then also, like at some point, once. Uh you know, BNUSD is more stabilized and stuff. You could borrow BNUSD from balanced at fixed interest rate and then lend it on Ohm. And at some point that becomes, um, you know, kind of a, you generate some net interest margin there depending on what the rates are in Ohm. Yeah, that's that's great. And just on one of the things Donnie mentioned, so uh, Scott, how has the airdrip gone? I, I think no one's really questioned that. How have we felt... Because, um, uh, again, the idea of the airdrip was really about uh, trying to create a bit of eyeballs coming to hit the site that traditionally wouldn't look, you know, just those people who just hold a coin to see the number go up. Um, but the airdrip was to kind of go, okay, if you actually come and click claim, you'll see what balanced is and then hopefully explore it. How has that gone? How have you felt about it? Yeah, it's kind of, I'd say I have kind of a mixed review overall. Like uh, when it was first announced, it definitely generated a lot of buzz in the community and was talked about a lot, which was nice. Um, you know, and we have like over 10,200 balance token holders right now, which I do think is in part uh, due to the uh, the airdrip, but it's, it's kind of hard to say because we only have, we have like around 2,500 users or 2,500 borrowers and, you know, around 4,000 liquidity providers across all the pools. Um, so, you know, that doesn't add up to the 10,000 balance token holders. So I do think we're getting more token holders and getting more eyes on the project that way. Um, but I guess, uh, yeah, it's kind of hard to say. We also, you know, did uh, make sure that it was shared on, you know, YouTube influencers and, and, and Twitter influencers. So, that, you know, the word got out there, but I was hoping for kind of like a bigger impact. Um, mm. But it is kind of hard to gauge which members of the balanced community. Maybe we could just do a. Uh, it would be interesting to do just a simple poll on Twitter and and Telegram uh, to see what percentage of our community first heard or used balanced because of the airdrip. Would be just good data to have. So I guess then on that. Um... Uh, and I think Donnie touched on this, Daki, is there plans to kind of implement an airdrip for OMM as well, or are we just using that as balanced and trying something different with OMM? OM, OM, Lisa, forgive me. <laughs> I think it's still TBD. Uh, obviously up in the air. Um, I would say it's an option we we're considering, but that's something we're actively communicating with our community members internally as well. Um, I think the the tricky part is like making it balanced, right? Like, how do you make sure you basically reward the active users the most, um, but also at the same time, like you know, get enough buzz going so that you know there is interest within the ISX community as well. So I think finding that right balance is important, and then I think there's been a lot of good community discussions happening. Uh, I think in the Discord chat. So if you're interested, uh, I think you should just join Discord and then participate in the chat. <laughs> yep, no, that's great. I, I think, um, like, just looking at and and just speaking out loud here, what, one of the things uh, I've noticed uh, similarly, Terra, they're doing, you know, when they launch a new protocol, they're doing this air airdrop. They've gone with the old traditional term. Um, 
But uh, from that, what spawned, I've noticed, is some community members have gone and created uh, one particular site where it actually aggregates all the airdrops that that are being done part of their protocols, you know, that they've launched Anchor and Mirror. Um, now, me, who d- has just been exploring spaces, as, as you'd like to stay informed, have dab- uh, stumbled on this and I've learned a lot of the different protocols that are being built because it's housed on the one page. So uh, that was, um, I took away thinking I would not have learned of half of this stuff had I not come to this airdrop claim page that showed all the different projects that are part of, you know, the ecosystem that would be participating in this kind of a program. So um, interesting opportunities. Daiki, you're right. I am going to jump on the, um, I am on Discord, but I will jump on further and hound you a bit more. Obviously, I haven't been hounding you enough. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. Uh, any questions from anyone for Daiki about Ohm? Otherwise, we'll move off to uh, next section. No, no one's made any requests. I did. I just wanted to. Uh, yes. you, you, I think the uh, what's it called? Um, the page for uh, all the airdrips makes sense uh, <clears> once <throat> we have if we have more projects doing it um right now having you know it's just balanced so um yeah you know if Daiki does, if, if ohm does it if equality does it if uh optimus does it then you know we'll have four projects there i think it starts to make sense at that point and you know other people going forward yeah definitely cool okay so our next one um this is the one we did have a question from the community uh, from the community and i'll ask it later but Gio, do you want to just give a quick rundown about this exciting new project you got? About ga- you're bringing not 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 about gas. About- <laughs> Let's start from the top, just in case uh, everyone hasn't um, heard of what the project is. You're gonna you're gonna be talking about. Uh, yeah, what is it? What what are you gonna be building on the on the ice chain? Not on uh, Icon, on Ice. Correct. And actually, I got a, I got a question for sure for Scott, actually. Scott, is it going to be called Ice Network, Ice Blockchain, Ice Chain? What, what is it going to be called? Just Ice. Just ice. No, I don't know. I'm gonna, I, I, I just call it Ice. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help, but okay. Depen- it depends what <laughs> domain names are available. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like Seal or Share. <laughs> just needs just one, needs name. one okay. name. Well, anyways... Um, so what we're actually going to be building is an, a racing NFT game called Super Node Racing. Um, I don't know how many people are familiar with uh, games on Ethereum. Um, there's one called F1 Delta Time. I believe it's called F1 Delta Time. And it, it it's not really a racing game as much as it is just an NFT game where you own F1 cars and you can get parts for it. And, and they actually have the the drivers and stuff that you can you can own as well as NFTs. Um, but you don't actually race really in the game. You kind of do a, a, a countdown clock or a trial clock, and that's about it. You don't really see a vehicle racing or anything. We're like, well, you know, I, I, I watched it. I watched some YouTube videos. I'm like, eh. you know, I like the old, you know, the old racing games on PlayStation, all that kind of stuff, and Dirt, and, you know, all the, all the games where you're actually like, you know, driving your car and stuff. Now we're not going to allow you to drive your car, but you will actually see visually your car racing against other people's cars. And that's where, you know, it kind of, you have that fun of, okay, you know, I want to build up my car uh, for, you know, a specific kind of track. So you can build it for street racing. You can build it for drag racing. You can build it for dirt racing. Um, You know, we'll probably even have uh, formula one racing tracks kind of thing with all the turns where you need really good tires and whatnot. Um, and then you actually get to watch your cars race in real time against the other people, either that you're racing against in terms of like a bet or racing in terms of like a tournament or a, a championship or even just a time trial where you can race against, you know, the time. Um, but you'll actually see your vehicle race around the track and it will actually be based. You won't actually know the results before, you know, like, you know, usually on blockchain, you know, especially with people like no icon bet where, the result is known when you press bet, right? And then it does the animation and then it, it will show you the result. But technically, if you have something like metrics, you actually know if you've won ICX or not. Well, that's not going to happen here. In fact, it's going to be uh, periodic 
uh, checkpoints around the track um, that will uh, be, you know, the results based, you know, how well your car does and, you know, through the next checkpoint will be based upon, you know, the, the equipment on your car and then a randomization effect um, just so that, you know, if cars have the same exact equipment, it's not guaranteed that one will win or the other. So, you know, there will be some luck involved uh, with everything. Um, but yeah, it, it's all about building up your race cars, uh, put, you know, getting the best parts for them, uh, racing against your friends. And I, I won't go into the whole gas station thing again. <laughs> Cause we could talk <laughs> but what, what about forever. And, and what, I think one of the components I really liked, uh, was you talked about engaging with other chains. How, how are you planning on doing that? So it's not about engaging with the other chains. Um, we actually are. It's it's about engaging with people outside of crypto, and that's where our, our one of our big and actually I brought it up at the very end of the podcast because I was too excited about gas stations. That um, we actually are going to make this a mobile application, and so it will be available on the App Store, on Android Play, or on Google Play, on you know any Android store. And you'll actually be able to, to, to purchase, you know, with in-game, you know, purchases like you would uh, any other game you can download from the app stores. And that currency will then be connected to the ICE chain. Um, so it's a, kind of a way to a little bit of circumventing um, these, you know, restrictions on crypto. People don't like crypto and all that kind of stuff. So we're saying, OK, well, then we're not going to do crypto. Instead, you're not just using in-game currency, which they don't seem to mind which technically they're both the exact same thing, right? You know, it's all virtual, it's all virtual currencies, but they don't like one over the other. So needless to say, but that's the thing is we're going to target general audiences. The people who go to the app store and download, the people who go to Google Play and download, they won't even have to know that they have crypto in the back end. And that's kind of the beauty of it all. It's, it's kind of engaging the general public rather than just crypto people or even just, you know, ICE or ICON people. Cool. And, and with the mobile component, is that, um, Geo, you're going to be, is that part of the proposal, uh, the current build, or is that going to be another phase where? It's going to be built on Unity to start, and Unity can do mobile as well, so it's all part of the original proposal. Okay, cool. Is that going to be free to play to begin with, and then as they upgrade their cars, they have to pay for the parts? So we do have the option. We will have a free option for uh, like a tier one vehicle. So that way you can get a car. And um, what you can actually do is you can sold, you can do uh, the other thing that we have is when you race your cars, you have to have gas for them, right? You know, there has to be, you know, a car runs on gas. So that is our, our super token. And uh, we call it Supreme Gas Token or Super Token. And you can actually earn those by doing social activities, you know, retweeting, uh, tweeting, uh, connecting your Facebook, connecting your Twitter, all the kind of things that you would see on like, uh, you know, those contests that say, hey, you can get entries by doing all these social things. That's going to be part of what you can do to earn uh, Supreme Gas without having to pay for it. Nice, nice. Um, I guess going on how you can earn things, um, I'm not sure what the interconnected is going to be like, but is there a chance like, you know, to drive transactions on Icon on, and you're like, you know what? If you do X, Y, Z on balance, you get some balanced tires. Or if you get like do X, Y, Z on ohm, you get ohm suspension. You know what I mean? That's these special perks. Or like if you stake on the ice blockchain, like 10,000 ice or whatever, or ICX, you'll get like something, you know, just to drive like the usage of the, the chains, you know? I mean, yeah, we'll have to discuss. I mean, I that's really cool. I didn't even think about that. Um, what we were going to do is allow the uh, the DAPs um, to to and P reps in, in general to to create um, content um, or to sponsor content for the game um, so you could literally have like instead of Goodyear tires you'd have balanced tires like you were saying kind of thing um, and that would be a, a, either a decal or you know an actual part that you could acquire within the crates the randomized crates. So, I mean, that was something we're considering, but, you know, that's an interesting idea. We'll have to definitely talk about it. It's definitely more complex of a system to consider, um, you know, in, you know, actually having people interact with these other dApps to then, because then that would rely on kind of either, I don't know, the person reporting their wallet, which then our application can look up to see if they did what they said. 
Yeah, it, it yeah. would it would definitely be complex. Um, it would either require that or the application they interacted with to report that activity. So, you know, there's one of two things we can possibly look at in that regard. But yeah, I mean, I like that. It's it's engagement in the community as well. So that's really cool. Yeah, in today's podcast, you mentioned Project Nebula, and I was like, it would be so cool, like, to find a car on some random planet or like win a ship with with a race car, you know, winning a race, you know. But obviously, that's more intricate and more difficult. Tesla on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that oh. kind of you know, obviously that was that would be uh, inter you know connection connectivity between DApps and and really it would have to be organized between the DApp owners and 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 you know be worked on that because we'd have to create content we'd have to have art created and all that kind of stuff as well for that kind of stuff cool cool i mean i I listened to the podcast today and i was like i heard you know i'm a gamer as well so like i just heard you guys speak you guys were so passionate about the gas stations and i was like (laughs) i I, I wonder if there's gonna be like mechanic shops and you know sponsors and different kind of nfts that like people can engage and you did say it was gonna be like a real economy right so um you know it'll be fun to see what what it evolves into yeah, so part of the thing we didn't really talk because it was kind of just an announcement. I know, you know, we could have talked for hours on, on Fez's podcast, um, but you will have a garage and the garage has to be, you know, it'll have tiers as well. And you have to level up your garage in order to level up, you know, to be able to, you know, install certain tiers of equipment on your vehicles. So it's all about like it's, it's a game. It's a gamification. It's all about, you know, interacting with the game as often as you can. And, you know, again, we want to connect this whole social aspect of it where people will be able to earn super gas and then go and sell their super gas to gas stations for real money just by socially engaging, uh, you know, uh, with the with our, you know, application. So. Nice. All right. Cool. Anyone else have any questions? Yeah. So I did have um, Sam on Twitter has asked a question. I just um, I should have followed through with him and gotten clarity. So I'm going to ask it. Um, will there be racing opportunities with other cars with the same amount of dollar inputted into the car to race for extra gas or other prizes? Uh, so yes, you can literally uh, say, "Hey, I want to race you for your, you know." And uh, I mean, we'll we'll see what we can limit it to, but you know, hey, I, I'm all for the pink slip. You know, hey, you want to race for, <laughs> you know, you want to take car park car for car and and see who takes each other's cars. That's up to you guys. So I don't see any reason to necessarily limit anyone on what they want to wager, you know, for a race, really. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's great. And then, that was... and yes, there will be where you can where you can specifically put. Oh, you can only have up to tier three or you know whatever kind of equipment. So that way you're all you're coming with the same you know vehicle that you know, and and or the better way to do it would be even when you make the wager and and accept the wager, those NFTs and and the parts are locked in for that race. In other words, you can't change them you know beforehand. You can't cheat you know, and, and change a part before a race and, and, and say, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know we weren't allowed to do that. So you would have the vehicles, you know, approved by both parties before the race even happens. Great. Cool. Uh, any questions for Geo around this project? So I understand, um, Geo, it is currently sitting in the forums as a proposal for anyone to go in and add comments and review all the details and project milestones etc correct yes um, it, it will be pushed into the the cps platform during the application period of this this application period um we i personally and and actually you know paulo as well we, you know we're dealing we're, we're not dealing we're we're helping the cps platform you know, with, with ideas and, and discussing it with the, the creators and, and stuff. We're trying to get the, the stable coin, you know, and, and they're working really hard on that as well um, to make it, you know, a, a, a more stable system so that we don't have to, you know, keep requesting ICX or someone gets, you know, like say say we request our, our 100,000 ICX and get approved and then ICX goes to $10 within two months, right? You know, now we do promise to pay back anything more than our USD value that we, we achieve. But that's the kind of system we're trying to get to, to be the stable coin. So that way you get what you ask for kind of thing. Yeah, that's good. Donnie, you're going to ask something? Yeah, I was just going to ask, you know, like for those who say, you know, how do we make, 
like how do you ensure the game is fair is it like random like are we going to have like an oracle or something checking that no one's cheating like how do you make sure that our users are protected and that they feel safe like placing wagers you know well i mean there's no real way to cheat um the system you know when you race it will allow you know you'll have stipulations in place like you can only use up to tier three equipment on your vehicle you can only do this or that you know and, and you won't be able to to bypass those systems um and so it, it's the randomness is not done by the player it's done by the server so there won't be any injection from the player except for the equipment on their vehicle and then that's the stats that will be taken into the to the to the randomness you know um when when it randomizes the next checkpoint or whatever so it, it's it, it's really nothing to do with the player and the player doesn't control anything other than what vehicle and parts he is going to race Awesome, awesome. Yeah. I think um, while we're here as well, oh, sorry, Donnie, go ahead. No, I just had, you know, one, no, uh, unrelated question about poker, but we can say that for the end, to be honest. <laughs> I, I was going to circle back around I, poker. I, I gotta go oh, I, I got to really get out of here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think while we're talking about, um, because obviously this is going to be built on ice, uh, I'm going to throw a question at Scott, a uh, uh, surprise question. Um, so we know if the, one to one for icon holders, ICX, and then you get ICE. Uh, is there any information around the tokenomics um, or even TPS? Given it's a side chain and uh, side chains have progressed considerably since you know um, when Icon had launched its chain, have we got TPS speed? Any kind of information around the chain itself? Um, yeah, I mean, like it's a substrate SDK chain, so every uh existing substrate network is comparable. Um, you can look at the, I guess, for, yeah, for anyone who doesn't know, like the way that the Polkadot ecosystem works, they have a relay chain, which has no features at all. The only thing it can do is process blocks and send tokens. And then a parachain is like a feature specific chain and parachains are built using the substrate SDK. So that's, that's, how, that's how kind of that all works. And we're, use, we're building uh, a substrate SDK network. Um, so it's going to be comparable to, to all these other networks like uh, Akala, Edgeware, Moonbeam, Plasm. Um, Edgeware has been up and running for a while as a solo chain, yeah. um, which means it doesn't leverage the relay chain's consensus in any way. Um, so that's like the most sim most comparable to ICE. But everyone's going to have kind of their own customization aspects of it but the core tps and everything like that should be should be comparable i don't see why there'd be much of a difference there cool. and if there's not yeah and if anyone makes any upgrades to the subject uh, substrate sdk like this is one of the parts that i'm really excited about is like you know you have substrate parity um polka dot all of these uh development groups trying to make the substrate sdk better and then ice can just adopt those upgrades so if they ever make any substantial increases to tps or consensus mechanisms or anything like that, we can easily kind of just upgrade the ICE network uh, to the most recent specifications. Yeah, that's great. And just just calling on that, we actually had Tom Ivey, the last episode that dropped for Iron Icon. And uh, given I didn't know much about Polkadot, I'll, I'll admit, you know, um, just interviewing him live, I learned so much and he explained stuff in great detail and even talk through about why the Edgeware chain itself is unique as it's not dependent on getting a slot with Polkadot, et cetera. They can still operate on right. their own, and um, which is really cool and very insightful. So, okay, so it's very similar to that. So uh, I can already yep. connect a few dots in my mind at the moment. Okay, thanks, Scott. Appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Um, oh, and while, while, while you got some airtime... Um, Scott, from a foundation's perspective, I know um, we've seen a series of, uh, I'm going to be honest here, I have actually watched quite a bit of the um, Reimagine. I've watched your interview. Uh, mm. I am almost done with Min's interview. I, I took a lot away from Min's interview. Um, it was great to hear him actually talk about um, some of the challenges uh, in from the government aspect that, that everyone faces in terms of adoption. Um, I actually found it insightful that uh, it, it was saying that we are still getting adopted. However, obviously, with rules and regulations, it takes time and it has to be tested before it gets adopted even further. Um, but from your point, I know we've been hiring. He mentioned he's, we've hired now marketing 
members in in Korea and in the American office. Any updates on that front? Anything? Any further clarity you could you could give us? Yeah, I mean, I'm not exactly sure what Min said, but like you said, uh, we've made new hires. Uh, one of them on this call. Uh, you know, TJ, great, great to have him. Um, and you know, still, still looking to expand the core team and continue uh, to grow, um, regardless of market sentiment. We we have our goals. We have a clear vision um, into the like through the end of this year into next year. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think like I'll just let uh, the new hires take actions that'll that'll speak for themselves. Sounds good. I, I did notice TJ on the call. I was gonna get him up to talk about any CPS related updates. Feel free to hit your microphone, TJ, and put you on the spot. Um, if he doesn't, uh, circling back, Geo, I, I think the hot topic, oh, wait, I, I do. Actually, Geo, you'll have to wait. TJ is, has, has requested the stage. We're going to ask about gas stations? <laughs> we are, we are. Don't worry, buddy. We're coming there. <laughs> TJ. Yo, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Hello. So TJ, you've come on board. You've taken over product manager for CPS. We have recorded an episode. It will air this week. Um, but since you're here, how how has um, how's the adventures been with the foundation so far? Tell everyone. It's been awesome. I think um, definitely with the market kind of acting strangely too. It's it's added a a little bit of a twist to my first month. Um, but just in general, it's been, it's been nice to shadow people like Scott and Dakey in their calls and kind of see how, how it is to interact with, um, like your developer team or other blockchains in general. So, um, I, I think it's been a great learning experience in general and, um, being able to be a part of something like CPS right away has been, um, kind of a good, I guess, test for me. Cool. And, um, okay, anything else, TJ? I think um, we're, we've got five minutes left, so I'm just keeping an eye on time. And, and I did want to hound um, Gio about poker. I think Donnie raised a great question. Um, but any anything else, TJ, you want to – any cool things, something, any CPS news you wanted to drop, surprise anyone with? Uh, man, I really do fish for exclusives. Sorry, Gio, you're, you're dead right. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think there's still a couple things that um, we'll be finalizing in terms of the CPS, but um, we did kind of come up with kind of the main idea of what we want to do in terms of a stablecoin treasury. So um, basically, we'll be doing in small random increments, we'll be converting ICX to BNUSD on the balanced DEX. So, um, and that pool has enough volume where we, we figured that it won't make too big of a price impact on ICX itself. And we plan to cap it at um, a certain amount, something like 500,000 BNUSD. And once that cap is reached, it, the treasury will continue to accumulate ICX until it also hits a cap and then is burned like it was supposed to be. And um, basically that just allows for projects on the CPS to request funds in USD. So basically they'll be receiving BNUSD. So that just helps in general for the developer teams that want more of a stable payment and don't have to worry about the price of ICX, it being so volatile right now. Cool, no, that's great. Um... Thanks, TJ. So everyone listening currently, proposals, projects get paid in ICX, but obviously with price fluctuations, pricing projects becomes difficult. So adding a stable coin to the mix really helps plan the project's plan and fund better. So it's, it's great to see an improvement that's needed on that front. Um, cool. Thank you, TJ. And just swinging back around, Geo, Geo, tell us about poker. I know everyone's um, just closed us off with a poker update. How are we going? So we should have it. I say should because there's just little tiny bugs that we keep finding, uh, but should have it back into public testing 
this week. Uh, my my developer actually just I've, you know I've talked with him every day, but he just told me today that he's like I, I will get it done today, you know, or tomorrow at the latest. So, and uh, what's really cool is that we actually have uh, it, it's not only like a, a lot of bug fixes, a lot of server uh, 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 optimization, you know, a lot of uh, you know um, refactoring that had to happen because. A lot of stuff was built quickly, so it's like, okay, well, we don't want to build something that's going to cause us problems in the future, trying to figure out if anything goes wrong. So he refactored a lot of stuff to make it easier for you know him and future you know developers on it. Um, but what's really cool is that we actually have a new face for it. Um, we got a logo. We got you know um, new avatars, which are really really sick. Um, so it's going to be a lot of new stuff that people haven't seen. Um, when they, you know, if they were testing it beforehand. Uh, so yeah, we're really excited to, to get this back into the, the people's hands. That's great, Joe. That's a good update. Okay, I think um, getting close, just again, roundtable, anyone has anything to ask, please, it is, it is an open forum. Um, I, I will say this, uh, today, everyone's kind of who joined has stayed on for the entire session. So it, it it still does feel like there was a lot of um, valuable conversation happening in here, so we didn't see people dropping out. Uh, that's what I'm hoping. Um, please do leave comments and stuff in. Oh, wait, we got a request. I can shut up. Jack, okay. So I have a question for the balance team, which is at some point in the future, uh, will there be an option to see everything that's been rebalanced? Uh, mostly I'm asking for taxes. Mm, that's a good question. Um, I mean, that data is all available, but you would need some sort of uh, support to make that happen. Um, or, I mean, you'd need some sort of developer experience to make that happen. The entire month you can see, but not total. Um, I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could work something out there. Yeah, that's something I can I can note down for a future feature. It's not like uh, certainly not impossible, and the data will always be there. So um, we we could we could add that. That's a good suggestion. Thank you. It could even Thank be a uh, part of our transaction history that we have for each user as well, so they can easily keep track right. of it there. Yeah, that's a good point. So we are thinking, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, And that is where the audio cuts out. There was only one minute left, I believe, after that, so um, you didn't miss out on much, but everything was covered in the recording, and you heard it exactly as it played out. Um, thank you, Jack, for stepping up and asking a question as well. That was great to see, and I hope to see many more sessions where the community steps up and starts asking what they want to ask about. So once again, thank you, and we will look to host this session again at the same time next week and um, give everyone a bit more notice so that they can get in questions and who we're going to actually have on the panel so that you can do a bit of prep on what you want to hear about as well. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share this around. This is, this is live straight from the builders to the community, and this is exactly what every Iconist has been asking for. So ensure you are sharing it and, and keeping up to date with what's being discussed. Take care, everyone.